Podcast FC. Let's do it. Welcome, everyone. This is Podcast FC. Game week 17, episode 11 for us. This is a preview to week 17 for everyone out there. We're going to hit up the big games, give a little sample of the little games for you. Uh, we can kick it off uh, with Chelsea against Sunderland. 10 a.m. game, Saturday. It's a do or die, you know? It's a, do- <laughs> it's a relegation be, right? battle. <laughs> it's a relegation. It's a big six-pointer, as a they relegation say. You know? Exactly. So, um, Chelsea, of course, ragging on them. They just, they're fresh off a, off a defeat at the hands of Leicester, who's two points clear as we speak. So, this is actually a very important game in the sense of momentum. Um, there are plenty of stories saying uh, that this might be Mourinho's, like, final straw. You know, if he loses to a struggling Sunderland. A tie, maybe he might buy him another game or two, but they say if he loses to this team, then it might be a wrap. Who knows what happens? You know, th- this this game could be anything. It could be a zero-zero draw. It could be it could be Chelsea loses again. It, it, I just don't know anymore. You know, I say if they, have, they should go with Remy up top. I was about to say that. Like he, you know, like you agree with me, right? Get, let him, let him have a run. Pair him with Diego or play him in Diego's place. I think it was interesting last game. But he's bright, he's lively, like he wants to play, like he's so frustrated on the bench, I can imagine. Like I think it's interesting to see what they do last game at this about the sixtieth minute, Jose goes with three at the back, takes off Terry, puts on Remy, and they looked like they were actually playing some better soccer. Uh two strikers up top, five in the midfield, three at the back, and they were getting lots of chances, loads of chances. They were putting all the pressure on. John Terry out. So do you Oh, either that or do you, maybe do you, you consider a tactical change as well? Maybe. Well, he maybe. was ta- he was taking off for for Remy that game, and I, as soon as that happened, like pace quickened. That one was like, tactical. That sub was tactical. Like, it wasn't... One, went to three at the back. Yeah, and, and Fabregas also came. But it was also Fabregas like a... Fabregas played well. And they played like a box midfield. The f- they had four midfielders, and they had Ramirez, Matic, Fabregas, and Oscar for a bit until they subbed off Oscar. They looked good at the end of the game. Yeah, they they were moving the ball real well, and they they actually had a midfield forward connection. I, I think it'd be interesting to see. I mean, I think Jose's desperate. I think he'll do anything to win the game, but, including a tactical change. But do you think, do you think that tactical change hurt them in a, in the in the sense that again, John Terry's disgraced? captain you know stripped like he could have taken off um what's his name plays zuma. next to zuma could have taken off zuma obviously that didn't really make sense but i feel like stripping him at the i think it was the 52nd minute he didn't yep. even make it 60 minutes so like that was more of a message like you know he's not doing what i'm asking him to do i'm pulling him off so and then you got hazard walking off halfway through the game uh with a phantom injury or at least what looks like a phantom injury like like so i don't i don't know if I don't know if it's, it was good, that, it's broken. that tactical change. Yeah. It's broken. The, cl- the clutch is broken to me. I don't know if they can correct it by the time they face Sunderland. For me, you have to start playing players like Remy. And to me, he's a guy who's he's the only player who, who naturally plays in that position who's in between a Diego Costa who's more of a brute physical guy yeah. and a Eden Hazard who's a small technical guy. Yeah. So he's the he has the best balance between any striker on that team so you have to give him his run he just scored a goal last week see what he's got um in terms of tactics maybe they do switch to three in the back but i don't know so Mourinho typically likes his four so you're saying remy to start does that mean costa benched or does that mean a formation shift costa benched i can i I think even by his antics um over the weekend um kind of it what appeared to be him antagonizing his teammates him like putting his heads um, closing his hands, um, lulling himself almost to sleep 
um, like he was like someone going to going to sleep. I don't know, but there there have been these rumors that you know he's the type of guy where you miss a pass, maybe you don't get it to him. He might mm-hmm. kind of flip on you. So yeah, let, let give Remy a chance. I'm sorry, it didn't have to be a three five two. It could it could also be a four four two. Um, I think that you know with Hazard probably not being playing next week. I think they don't have really a, a winger. I mean, I know Williams is a good player, but he, I think he could drop and play a little midfield. If they want to go two attackers up top, they could still do four at the back. They just have to shuffle a few of their players around. Good point. Yeah. They have to go to something else. It's not working. So 4-4-2, four, four, I think it would be fun to watch, Costa and Remy. Uh, previously, I have said when talking about Chelsea that with Costa, he just needs to find his areas and just deflect the ball into the net. With Remy going through the box and actually taking so much attention... He can maybe just slide himself in, get a pass, and start maybe getting in form. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that is a good one-two punch. You have the physical brute in Costa, and then you have Remy, who's a little more, like, pacey. He's willing to work also. He's going exactly. He's going to check two 20 yards. He's going to make the run outside. Like, the guy, he opens up space when he's not. doesn't have the ball, where Diego just, you know, lumbers around, being yeah. sulky, waiting for the ball to his feet only. You know, Chelsea need life. You know, I, don't know. I like Remy. I'm a big fan of him. It's a shame he doesn't play more. If, if he goes to Tottenham or, you know... Definitely. Uh, even Everton, that'd be a great pick. Like, get him playing 30 games a season, 38 games. Mm. Also, if Remy starts playing more, against Leicester, he had a really bad shot. He might have hit his... Uh, I forget exactly what it was, but he might have hit his foot on the ground or he just shanked it completely. If he starts playing more, he actually starts getting to form. He starts hitting that and actually starts really getting goals i mean he's he's no world world class maybe not yet but he's the you know louis saha you know he's the <laughs> louis saha dude he's a great backup underground player but dude he's gonna get eight game start start him <laughs> he is an underground yeah yeah you gotta <laughs> stop and make no when it's there <laughs> that was casual didn't even have to think about that one but oh, he uh yeah you know, off the bench he could start six games in a row and score you know five maybe eight goals like he needs that run to me, it's going to come down to the mental battle. Again, like we said, this is a quasi-relegation battle. <laughs> and you're playing against the Sunderland squad. I mean, they got Wes Brown, who's still playing. I Johnny mean, O'Shea. Johnny O'Shea. Eunice Kabul. Sebastian Coates. These are all, like, top four X, like, cuts. Like, Brutes. rejects. All, yeah, these are, the, these are, like, the rejects. Scrap, they're just holding on to the league. Holding on. So, I mean, they have some good players, um, but at the same time, will Chelsea be able to live up to the pressure? Because all the pressure is on Chelsea now. Maybe going into Leicester, we can now say, all right, they lost, but we can see why with Vardy flying high and Mahrez. But against the Sunderland squad, that's that's at the bottom of the table. If Chelsea loses this game, I can totally, well, Mourinho's firing could be justified, I think. If they don't win this game, Chelsea, they will be 15 points. They will be 18th place, Still? maybe. They, well, sorry, 16 points. They might actually be 18, 18th because Swansea, Norwich, I can't say they're going to win or not. But if they do, miraculously, Chelsea is in the red zone. Listen, this is nothing new. We've been in the red zone all season. <laughs> okay, we haven't been winning games. So this, this to me, is just it's every game that Chelsea plays is a big game from now on. you got to beat Sunderland, have to win. though. You have to every, beat. It's Sunderland. Every, listen, know, like, it was Bournemouth last weekend, okay? But Bournemouth's Bourne, Bourne on the up. Like, they're a positive team. So like, saying, they're building momentum. It's Sunderland. They, they have, have nothing no to play for. So they, have no, they have no style. There's no 
tradition. But every team gets up to play against a team like Chelsea. I, I understand so, that, but it, it's going to be Sunderland. You don't know. So that being said, as a Chelsea fan, what do you what do you think is going on? What's wrong with the team? It's broke. It doesn't work. I know, but is it the team, the player? Like, what would you do to fix it? <laughs> I, I have to stand by Jose because. So you keep you keep him and you clear out, so or it's what? It's not the manager's fault; it's a player's fault. <laughs> I agree. Sell Hazard. I, I, I sell Hazard. Take the hundred mil. <clears throat> I, I I agree. I I mean I look what the guy's done in the past. I mean his track record shows that he's great. I understand you know this three month stint that everybody brings up, but <clears throat> the guy's capable of greatness, and he's a winner. Three years, the three years stint. I know. So it's, 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 is is it one of those things then where you have to say, all right, it's his third year, just let it go. It's an L. Let's just take this loss. Let's try maintain and you know improve, but let's chalk up this year to not winning anything, and maybe things will change the next year. Listen, as, think, a, as, a, Chelsea, as a Chelsea fan, I, I remember being in the same position last time. Last time Josie was here, there was rumor, oh he's gonna get fired, he's this and that, and I was like, please no, like the club will lose our way. We won't, we won't get back to what we were. And he left, and the, the the club suffered for a while. You know, we didn't we didn't do a lot of th- didn't win a lot after that. You know, Tiki, to bring up an old friend of ours, Fergie, um, uh, you know, something that Jose Jose's never had to do is rebuild a team year after year at one club. You know, like have a team, yeah. it fades off. You rebuild that team. Like he's never done that before. Yeah, Fergie did that time and again. Like four year, five year, we got rebuilt, but he would never drop down. He was never out of the top three. Yeah, but he'd be rebuilding constantly. Where this is a rebuilding year now for Jose, and he does not do it. Yeah. So it's a learning curve. Like he's gonna happen once. It's never gonna happen again. Probably. You know, he's gonna learn the hard way. And but I think he's gonna bounce back. And I think this is what's gonna set the tone as to who Chelsea is in the next ten years. Yeah, he's. It's good for. It's good. Like you want to get this out of the way. He's gonna learn a lot from this. But does. Abramovich feel that way like we feel that way I feel that way I think he should be given time I think like Tom said this is just a loss year as long yeah. as you don't get relegated God forbid but just accept that this was a, just it, up, it was scrap it's yeah. like David Moyes I think, I think they have enough clout especially if they keep Mourinho to still attract talent to, to sort of bounce back Absolutely. so I think it'll t- it'll be telling to see where Abramovich really like stands as far as his ambition for his club or you bring in Diego Simeone <laughs> but I don't know how realistic that is. So you fire Mourinho now. No, as I said you keep you keep him. I, get, uh, I think it's the best bet. Uh, to the su- in the summer. I yeah, mean, you look, fire him. You look at fire look him at in January and bring in Diego Simeone. No, mm-hmm. no, no. You do all even this if in you the do summer. in the summer. I mean, there, there plays out there. Antonio Conti's out there. Ancelotti's out there. But the thing is, Ancelotti always had. Remember, he got fired in the tunnel and by Abramovich. Yeah, he's already coached at Chelsea, so he might yeah. not want to come back. I think I think Ancelotti would probably be better suited at United. But I think I think Simeone, his biggest problem with Atletico is that they're still seen as like a feeder club to the Premier clubs, and he had a problem holding on to Costa. And I think I think he said if they sold Griezmann last summer, he would walk away from the job. So I think that's going to get to him in that he has this passion. He brings 110% every day. But unfortunately, he's just at a club that can't afford to give him 110% back. Imagine he had an unlimited budget. He goes Imagine to, he he goes to Chelsea, Chelsea and he gets all his boys back from Atletico. And no one steals from Chelsea because, you know, they're a powerful club. So they get Gre- not a bad they sell Hazard, they get Griezmann, they get Coca. That's you not know? a bad shot Think at about all. He brings his boys over. What about what about Klopp last year with Dortmund? Team drops down. They're in relegation battle during the season, and the club stands by him, and he gets them back up. They finish mid table. Not nothing great, but get Europa. yeah, they made they, they, they got Europa. Europa. They did. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was the big thing. What, yeah. what a climb! I mean, he he was able to turn that club around. 
I mean, that's something to be said for sticking by a coach. Yeah. It's just it's it's up to one person. Well, that goes past the formation. That could just goes straight to the locker room. Whether the players actually want to do it. And right it's now, it doesn't shot. look like yeah, it doesn't look like Chelsea wants to do it. He could the, get you could get them back to seventh though. Like, I don't see the players wanting to do it. That's yeah. the thing. If the players just want to just bow out, they will look at. I mean, Hazard, if this was a game you really, really want to be in, you, I can't say he was really injured last game, but do you think he'd try to stay on for another 5, 15 minutes? Yeah, he didn't try to, he didn't even try to run it off. Like, he just straight up, like, just sat down, was, I was down. It was just theatrics. Yeah. You know, he was being dramatic about it. he walked straight off the yeah. pitch. Like, didn't even get assessed on the sideline. He basically just said, no, like, I've that's assessed a, myself. At a glance, that's what it looks like. Which, he said himself. He could exactly. be, he he could could be hurt. He could be hurt. I'm, say, I'm yeah. not saying he's not. If he's not we'll, hurt. We'll find out, yeah. I mean, that just shows the heart behind the, the locker room. Mourinho has to capture them, the players. They don't play, they don't win. That's it. Yeah, and I think what Farid said um, just a little bit earlier about how if, um, if um, what you saying exactly about... Was that Klopp? Yeah, about um, Klopp exactly. With Dortmund. Yeah. And, uh, how, he got, how his team didn't do well, you know, they were... Down deep last year, yeah. Yeah, and how you have to stick with a coach in that same regard. Also, a coach's demeanor also has to be, you have to look at it. So when you look at a Klopp, his demeanor is more positive versus Mourinho right now. He's kind of throwing fits of rage. So I think if Mourinho kind of over the January can can get that going and kind of become more positive, that might help. And with Chelsea this coming week, uh, rebounding next to Fletcher, I want to see how they respond with a forward such as uh, Barini or Defoe. Also really quick, I want to see if Chelsea's defense can keep up with them. Good shout. All right, that being said, predictions. Reed. Um, gotta, <clears throat> gotta stay faithful, gotta stay positive. Gonna go 2-0 Chelsea. Silly, but I agree, 2-0. I, I had the same scoreline in my head. It's gotta, and William, no, not William. Remy's gotta play, Remy's gonna score. Yeah, I think we're gonna see a 3-1 kind of game. Still think the defense, but that's a good one. Three one who? Uh, Chelsea. <laughs> one one. <laughs> Sunderland gets a quick goal. They pack it in, and it's just a really hard fought game. Thanks, Liverpool. I go one one. Thanks, well. thanks, Man United. <laughs> all right, so next game we got Everton taking on a all firing Leicester. Hot big game. Who would have thought Leicester would be playing Everton to defend their position at the top of the league? What a crazy year it's been for this team. What a Cinderella story. I mean, Amazing, dude. It's a battle of the blues. I mean, the two two guys leading leading the league in goals right now are on the same team, and it's Leicester City. <laughs> yeah, we, that, we're talking about, of course, uh, Lukaku leading the league. On the opposite side, and not to mention De La Feu, the young Spaniard, yeah, who's also from, been on fire. Over from Barcelona. <laughs> Very good players. And then uh, from Leicester, we have Jimmy Vardy, 14 league goals. They're not 15. It's up to 15, I think. Yes, and then Mares is uh, up to 13, I think, now. So that's just crazy that Leicester City, I think they're kind of like 26 goals between the two of them. Yeah, it's more than most like, other clubs. I think it put them out there. Also, have. I heard the other day Vardy is outsco- outscoring, uh, at league, league-wise, league play, has outscored uh, Messi and Ronaldo as far as league goes. So, I mean, that Messi's been injured for like two months, was injured for two months, but it doesn't really what matter. What a meteoric but, rise, though. But yeah. still, yeah. you know, like uh, across the board. Yeah, the top three. He's, a, he's like a Kevin Phillips season almost. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hashtag underground. Underground player. Hashtag underground Kevin player. Phillips. <laughs> Such a legend. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. But yeah, this is going to be like, uh, remember when they uh, Everton played 
Tottenham, I think. I was looking for an exciting... Oh, Crystal Palace. I was looking for an exciting game. It's kind of slow. It yeah. really exciting. This game, though, is, I think it's going to be exciting. You yeah, know? you kidding me? The top three goal scorers yeah. in the league? This is going to be a, a pacey for the, game. Who, who are the top three? It's Jamie Vardy at number one for Leicester City with 15 goals. Romelu Lukaku for Everton at 12. Riyad Mahrez for Leicester City um, with 11. Dude, and, what a matchup, huh? Yeah. Offensive firepower. Both teams like to play attacking, positive football. Leicester's a little more direct. Uh, Everton tends to be a little more patient, but they're just as capable of turning up the pace. But the Leicester press... Lester what do you press, do against man. the Leicester press, press, man? You know what I mean? Two Dude, giants think, back there, Morgan and Huth. Are you kidding oh, me? I don't think they press away at Everton. I don't think they do. I think they give him a low respect. I'm not saying they sit back and play a counter system. You think they're afraid of Stones? I th- no it's, respect. It's not Stones. It's not Stones. I think it's more of an organization. Like, look, we've had some positive results. Now we're at the top. Now we have to stop playing like a smart team. And I don't think a smart team like Leicester would just... Go over there playing ninety minutes high pressure. You know Doesn't what? Make sense. I agree Not with you. Not against the Lukaku and those that, kind of players. After they get the forty points, I think right now the mentality is let's get the forty, let's get the forty-two points, guarantee it. Until they reach that, I don't think Les is going to drop off. I think we're going to begin to see Lesser dropping off once they know that they're not in this. Then it's impossible for them to be, to get relegated. And some injuries Just, may may happen over time as well. That's the quick stat that I heard, the points total that Leicester has right now, no team has had their points total and finished below fourth. So right now, they're quote-unquote guaranteed fourth, fourth place at the worst. Like, that's how high-flying Leicester is. Like, that's how that crazy still, it is. Which is people. why I said I was worried about him the other day. This... Leicester is not legit. Like, they have to be considered. Just out of points total, we can talk about depth, lack of depth, all that, or lack of clout, but just mathematically, they have to be in a conversation for top four. It's crazy. Yeah. What EPL then, team beat them this year? Do they might know? I don't know. I know. Trivia. I know. I, I got the trivia. West Ham, I'm going to guess? No. It's the goons. The goons. Oh, I should have known. Yeah. <laughs> My bad, Gooners. My bad. Fun fact of the business. day for everybody. I love it, Farid. But uh, let, now let's, let's start to be smart at this point in the season now. like They've gotten this far, like we said. You can't play 100, 100 miles an hour for 38 games. you got to evolve. you got to... Transition. Start playing smart. I yeah. think I think Leicester. Not to say they're going to play for a tie, but I think I think the mentality is that we're going to go to try to win the game, but let's not lose it. Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's going to be very responsible. Tom thinks it's just going to be go 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 rah rah rah. Well, no, they, no. They, 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 well, you're shaking your head. Because I think Leicester knows they're going to score at least one goal every game, most likely two, and they're going to put the pressure on their opponent. I think they're organized defensively and they know that going in and they have a fold who's gonna he's, he's gonna get him a goal I they're playing with confidence and a chip on their shoulder um right now and honestly anything could happen but i don't think they're gonna go into it at quite as tactical as you think i think promise me after they get the 40 promise points, me they'll approach games like promise me you'll watch this all 90 minutes of this game because ranieri is a genius and for him to to switch his tactics won't be it won't be that difficult of a transition and but for the fact that they get at least a guaranteed goal a game, maybe sometimes two, is why I think they're going to play very responsible. Like, we know we're going to get our goal. Calm down. Not sit back, 
let invite pressure. But the problem is, if you're playing high pressure against the technical team, which you could argue the only technical team they've run into this year, like proper technical team, would be an Arsenal, and they lost to Arsenal, as Fareed told us. I think a team like Everton, when they're firing on all cylinders, when you got um, uh, Barkley in there, you got Morales when they bring him on, you got Lukaku, who's looking like he's playing a video game. It's like, I think they're going to respect that this team has firepower and can play the ball. Let's not, you know, invite pressure, but let's not just buzz away and go playing high pressure. See, I think they're confident in their defense, and they're going to do quite the opposite because you you mentioned a lot of attacking players for Everton. You didn't mention any defensive players for Everton. Go ahead, us. Winery, after the game against Chelsea, said their goal was 42 points or 40 points this season. And once they reach that goal, they'll change the goal. Now, if they got to that goal so quickly, why change what they what got them there? Exactly. They, they score. That's what they do. They outrun. They have energy. I feel like this game is going to be kind of like Bournemouth and, um, and yeah, Everton, the 3-3. But at the same time, Leicester beat West Ham 2-1 early on in the season when West Ham is good. So I actually think that Leicester's going to win like a 2-1 game, sort of something like that, where they're going to really jump on them. They're going to um, maybe let a goal up and then score real late, like dramatic. Mm. Like every other game, there's going to be some sort of drama, and I feel like they're going to come out just shy. I mean, sorry, just on top. All right, so with that being said, let's get into predictions. I'll go first. Um, I just think the the attacking power that Everton can put together with De La Feo and Lukaku and these guys makes makes Everton more dangerous. So I think it's a kind of a shootout, but it goes three two Everton. Um, I'll go next. I'll say I'll say Everton wins this one two 0 Oof! All Damn! Right. All right! All right! Okay. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Leicester this one. I don't trust Everton's defense. Um. Honestly, that's that's the reason why I'm picking them. So I'm gonna have to go Leicester three two. I'm gonna say two two. You know, I'll I'll even at the end. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe one more goal in it, but I see two two. For me, like I just said, against West Ham early on, they went two one. Uh, West Ham was really strong then before they started to dip. It'll be a 2-1 game, Leicester. Same guys. Vardy will score one. Mares will have the assist for one of them. I'm not sure who will score the, the second goal, though. What minute? <laughs> well, with Vardy, it could be any time. <laughs> it really could be. It could be one minute or it could be 96 minutes, but Vardy will get it. Down. 96 minutes. You got that out? 96 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm, I'm writing it down now. <laughs> All right, next matchup. A bit of a, a tame one for the neutral, but... For a lot of a lot of fans out there, this is uh, this is a bit of a stressful one, and mainly because United's trying to bounce back off a an embarrassing loss against a mighty mighty Bournemouth. So United plays uh, Norwich at Old Trafford. What are your thoughts, boys? You think Van Gaal's system will save us? I think everybody falls asleep at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> including, Come on, man! If this, if this game is anything less than like three nil, like I might I might just stop watching for the year. You know, like. We need the players to play this game. Norwich is not a strong team in the league. We need to overpower them. We need to just get the attack on point. Like get the, and, and it needs to have teeth. Like We know we're going to have possession. We know United is going to have 70, 80% possession, whatever. But yeah, that's fine. that possession Reduce. has to have teeth in the sense we have to play like an attacking 
kind of game, and I just I don't see it. There's no point to our game. Exactly. There's no intention. There's yeah. no. There's no it's a training point. session. Yeah. Just moving the ball left to right, left I, to right. I call it possession without purpose. You know, yeah. Fergie used to have a, a training uh, training at at, uh, at Man United, which was you couldn't make a backwards pass. Every pass had to be forward. You couldn't go sideways. You had to go forward every time. That was the the training session. That was what he instilled in the team. You couldn't pass back. You couldn't go backwards or sideways. You had to go forward every time. Yeah, and that instills a mentality. Even though you know, obviously, in a game, the players will you know use their best judgment. But at least going into the game, their mentality is already. I have to look forward first. Yeah. You Before know, that's, anything. That's one thing I don't see with United. Every pass is looking safe. backwards safe. first. Well, safe first, then maybe we'll look forward. And that's know? why they have seventy percent possession because they're being safe with possession. How many? They, they miss so many chances by not passing forward. You pass forward, maybe someone's out of position. Like things develop just by the ball being played through yeah. that you didn't even plan on. It, but the ball never gets put in those zones, or not enough. I don't know. For me, I think there's a chance that Brady on Norwich might be the most entertaining player oh, come on, on. on the pitch out there. Um, unless Man United decide to step it up and um, play the lineup they should play, and the lineup I think will get them a result in this game um, with Memphis out wide, um, Martial up top, Mata in, and um, pick your poison on the right flank, whether it's Lindegaard or Ashley Young, who I really think should be playing. Yeah. Um, Why is he not playing? Because Justin Lingard is so good. Yeah, Lingard. No, no, I'm saying in the last game. Come on. He might have been hurt, too. Who went out? He was like, Ashley was on the bench with a bunch of, like, academy players. No, I don't think he was then. I don't think they would start Bothwick Jackson over, like, an Ashley. They did. They did. They did last week. He was on the bench. Didn't even get brought on. Wow. I, didn't, I, I, I don't know that. if they're on the outs, him and Van Gaal, or what. But is Schneiderlin, I'm not sure if he's coming back for you guys um, quite yet this weekend. Um, but th- that's, he's going to be important. Very important, he's man. Be important. Very important. He's quietly becoming a very important player. Schwani's out for another two games, right? Yeah. Yeah, Schwani got that suspension for... I, it was justified for that elbow, that forearm. Maybe he should have... Challenge it and uh, got yeah, it down to I two. I think he did, but they, nah. he lost the appeal. He didn't. He didn't nah, try. No, he didn't appeal it. He accepted it like a like a gentleman. Like he is a gentleman. Yeah. I, I think it was. I don't know. I thought it was soft. So what of you course guys, you did. I know. I did. Of course you did. What you guys also like have to remember <laughs> with Norwich is that when they faced City, they lost two one. City. That's a really hard game. Two one. That's not that's, a victory. That's not a tie. But yet, that's probably a good performance. Uh, they they beat Swansea. That's not bad. They lost one nothing at Chelsea. Arsenal one one. Everton one one. So they can run with teams. They can play with teams. They can hang in in the game. It's whether they get that bounce. If they get lucky with a shot, if it's a deflection, you never know. And this really could, this really could change United's season, yeah. or Van Gaal's future. Yeah, it's a big game. I think I think if United loses here, then I think it's almost curtains for Van Gaal. You think really? Not not this not this um, not like right away, but I end think it's year. curtains end of the year. Like yeah. all right, finish up what you're working on. Like because because as as much as I am complaining, like everyone says that you know he's gotten to United to fourth, you know he's got him hanging in there. What's everyone complaining about? And you know I give I give some credit to that. He's managed to organize the defense. United's not leaking goals, you know, especially with an experienced defense. Like, Chris Smalling is our leader. He's doing, it, he's doing it slow, but he's yeah. turn, he has turned the ship around. Yeah, so, I, I, I mean, credit goes to him for what he's done. I think it's just United's used to playing. It's not just about getting three points. It's how those three points are earned, and 
It's been very. That's everyone's complaining about because yeah. they want to see the, the the style of play return. Yeah, the philosophy. But you know, like I kind of just want to like. Do we have to be pa- I feel like we have to be patient with him. You know, give him his three years, then judge him. You know, like give him three years, see what he did. So like, much easier said than done. Years, yeah. When we're just, I mean, we're analyzing all these players, these managers. We analyze this on a daily basis. Just because the media, the outlets are out there, there's yeah. transfers, there's, there's podcasts. Yeah, every, <laughs> yeah, there you go. All these, all these outlets. So we don't have patience. I think that's a great point. Um, in the long term, the way Man U's looking right now, in fourth place, um, still in the Champions League spot, um, potentially for next year, and really, I think the real season begins after January. People, that's true. like the legs. Right now yeah. is all the, all the bullshit. Right now, like Arsenal's on fire, Leicester's in number one. Sweet, right. sweet. This has happened right. in the past. That's a good point. So I'm not too excited about Arsenal like be riding high right now. I want to see what's going to happen after January. That's when the real season begins. That's what you can really judge, you know. During this game, I want to see set pieces, corners, Russell Martin. Uh, Cameron Jerome I want to see if they can actually get a header or just a foot on the ball Fellaini will probably be up there he'll probably win a lot but you never know if Norwich sees what Portman did and said hey you know what let's try a few ticky tacky things on the corners and let's just go for it yeah let's score from a corner that, that seems like a see, you see, good game. Let's just, <laughs> no, no, let's just no, bang no, it in no, right off no, the corner, no, no, you know? No, no, no. Tiki no that, that, top corner. That's not, that's not what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is get Bullshit. a little bit more creative. Abs- I hadn't seen that since like U13. No, but if if it's already if it just been done, why not do it? Why not no. try it? Try try and score directly from. You're Norway. Are you saying no, Fellaini no, starts? No. <laughs> what? I'm not saying scored from. Uh, you were saying a play, a set piece from a corner. <laughs> no, no, I was you talking no, about Bournemouth though. Not a direct kick. Yes. Yeah. No, no, the no, second goal from yeah, Josh King. I know. I know. They're oh. good. They're good at set pieces. The guy can really whip him in. What was his name? <laughs> the uh, special Stardust set piece. <laughs> what? Stanislas. You right, Hus? <laughs> yeah. All right. I just don't know why you thought. <laughs> 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 why would you think I meant? <laughs> kick it in from the corner. <laughs> no, I I said Martin and Jerome, the two big dudes that can head the ball. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, predictions. I'll kick it off. United one. What? Dude, keep it <laughs> United Norwich two two draw. Nah, I got United one in this three nil. Yeah, I have oh. three. I have three nil also. <laughs> Taking care of business, dude. Huss. Oh, it got Lou. How many goals this week? Wrong team. Oh, my That's bad. That's Watford, dude. <laughs> my bad. Well, <laughs> Gallo, I mean, he might might have zero because he plays on Liverpool. <laughs> my bad. Uh, I was thinking Watford. I'm thinking 2-1 United. It's going to be one of those ones where you nail biter. Don't know, but, you know, United's going to score 82nd minute to win the game. I hope not. I hope it's taken care of 3 nothing by that time, but, okay. I like that <clears> shot, man. <throat> All right, next game. So we'll go Southampton versus Spurs. Tricky matchup for Spurs, this one. Well, especially after coming off that loss last week. To Newcastle, huh? Ouch. 97th, 97th minute. Was it Perez? Uh, I forget his name. I think it was Perez, yeah. Scored in like the 96 oh, yeah. or something. Iose Perez. Yeah, Iose Heartbreak Perez. for the Spurs. Couldn't Dude, believe that. I know, man. Spurs just can't get over that bubble, man. You, that's, that's the hump right there, man. They put you a few great games together, and they, they lose to like a team. Well, like you can that. tie that game 1-1. That's 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 not... I mean, you don't want to do that, but you did. But to lose, like, you can't concede the 93rd. Yeah. yeah, no, you can't do that, man. I mean, every manager is pissed if that happens. And, anyway, how do you think they respond to Southampton this week? 
Yeah, Southampton lost to Crystal Palace Southampton in, in, a, in a tight battle too. Southampton, Southampton, Southampton is the team yeah. that they should have been last year. Like they're showing the effects of last year. I don't right. know. Last year they were they did fine. They recovered okay with Ronald Coleman coming in. But this year, you can see they don't have the depth anymore. Like they lost players, they couldn't replace them with the players they had, and the effects of that are showing. Yeah, it's interesting. That's, this would be Toby Alderweireld, who used to play for Southampton last year and signed with Spurs this year. He's playing against his former team here. Mm. Yeah, and I think oh he's boy. making a big difference. Oh, Jesus. I think he's making a big difference. I think I think yeah, that's why Southampton is struggling. He was their anchor at the back last year. When Yama's leaving to Arsenal soon, probably yeah. January. Oh, let's hope so. That'd be Mane. nice, dude. Mane's, on Mane's going Bayern. to Tottenham. Or yeah, buying <laughs> for Arsenal or, or Barca. <laughs> so, yeah, they're going to get picked apart. But this is this is who Southampton is. They sort of cycle up and cycle down. And right now they're on a down cycle. You know, they, these but, are the last few pieces of meat left on the bone. You know, for the last for the last few years, they've been so, slowly getting plucked with Lalana, Schneiderlin, you know, Henderson. So slowly they've been getting chipped away. And I think they're going to... Get lulled down again, not relegated, but like you know, sort of bottom down. half of the yeah. table until like three develop. to five years is a new Gareth three Bale. Three to five years, right? yeah. yeah, that's their system, man. Mm. So it's just unfortunate. I feel like they're sort of hitting that downward trend. But you know, they still they still have a great manager. They have a, they play great style football, so they'll be fine. They're, they're going to challenge the Spurs, though. They're yeah. still they're still Southampton. They're still going to be they're still going to challenge. Yeah, I think. See, no, no, I'm just going to say it's going to be a good game. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I think it's going to be especially a good game, interesting one, because these are two teams coming off of losses. Um, it's always interesting to see who's going to respond. Um, and they're, they're in similar positions in the league as well. Um, so, I, honestly, I'm not sure. I think Spurs has the quality. I've seen more consistency from Spurs over the course of this season. But I don't know. When you have a, when you have a player like Mane... I don't mean anything could happen out Unpredictable, there. Unpredictable, man. Anything could happen out there. He's fast. And he's he's wily, man. Yeah. You know? He pops up in those spots that you don't expect him to. He's quick. He's agile. Yeah, man. And he's working. I don't know about Bayern, man, but I like him a lot. You know? Yeah, definitely. They seem player. They seem better, though, when they have a player like Graziano Pele, who's a strong guy, the center yeah. forward up front, yeah, and Mane running that. off of him. Where's he been? He's becoming off, he's become off he the bench. He came off the bench at the weekend. Wow. Yeah. So he's just out of form? Um, well, they've been switching it up, trying to have Mane as the guy up top. And, you know. I don't think it's working, man. He's been no. as a shadow, Pele, sort of free role. Like, yeah, Pele was carrying him the, the, at the beginning of the season. He was definitely carrying him, but... I don't know. Hopefully he can find that form again. And then you get Harry Kane. Big Harry. Yeah, Harry Kane. Huh? A, uh, Having a quietly good season. What's his name? Uh, Lamella scoring a hat-trick in the Europa. Yeah, I saw that. Dude, Lamella's a different a, player. So huh? may, maybe he's announcing his arrival with that. You still got Erickson in the midfield with that nice right foot. It's going to be a game. Yeah. You got players to play. People are fit. Like Toom said, coming off a loss, you want to rebound. So, I mean, they don't think they score... Oh, Southampton didn't score a goal, yeah. So yeah, Southampton hasn't scored. Yeah. yeah, I like the fact that you brought up Lamella. I think he's really finally beginning to find that medium in the in the EPL where he's fitting in. He knows his niche. He's working hard now or harder for the yeah. team. He's always been a skillful player. He's he, al- he had a hard breakthrough though. He yeah. did. Hard or a uh, settling down period. He did because he came from from I believe was it Roma, Italy, Italy yeah, yeah. Roma, and yeah. he was on fire. And he was the next Argentine kid, like him the and next um, stud. 
there was another guy off um who played for Pastore was one of those other guys I who Pastore, yeah, yeah. Yeah. it was around that time when those two were kind of hyped up and they both kind of faded away and you know kind of went through the ups and downs um at their league so i'm i'm I mean, I'm glad to see him because I've always liked him as a player. I'm a fellow lefty myself, so yeah. I can always appreciate a silky lefty out there. Maybe well, the cool maybe he's better suited to Europe, you know? Not maybe. The, not, the, thing, not the Prem. But, but, but I like it because now he's physical. Yeah. Well, the cool thing about him is that he's playing, they're playing him wider, you know, and he was a pure forward, like you said, when he came in, and he just wasn't working in that position, so... They moved him out wide. Well, at least that's what Pochettino has used him for a few games. And his work rate's unbelievable out there. He gets one-on-one, so he gets to take people on and just cre- uh, wreak havoc. So, I, you're right, man. Lamella, I think, has quietly been like an unsung hero for that team because you got, what's his name? Uh, Dele Ali busting through. Oh, yeah. Him, you know? Dele Ali and Dembele stepped Dembele. in. Dembele. Yeah. Let's not forget about Eric Deer. Yeah, yeah big Yen Vertonghen in the yeah. back, man. Yeah, dude. You Tottenham got Hugo Lloris. It's a great spine. World it's class. a great spine, man. Dude, Tottenham is on that bubble. Lloris yeah. to Vertonghen. Then you got Dembele, Kane. And they lost to Newcastle. It's a great uh, spine. Dembele... Erickson Kane. Erickson Kane, yeah. Yeah, Erickson's a stud for them, man. He he pulls all the strings strong, for them. It's a strong core. Yeah, so man. how do you respond coming off of this loss? Exactly. What is your mental toughness? Exactly. When That's was, the next that, step for Tottenham, this Tottenham team. When was the last time Tottenham wasn't a bubble team? They've been a bubble the team 80s. for a long time, man. <laughs> the 80s. What I'm saying is they, the they they always, fourth. What I'm saying is they always yeah. have a team that can be fourth or third or something. That's what, and it's Will they? Yeah. Goggles, doubts. What do you think? At fair, uh, a few weeks ago, I said they were going to get fourth this year. I might have to take that back and say they were going to finish fifth. And what? They, Liverpool's going to sneak up on them. Leicester's going to be in there. Less, Leicester's going to be in there. I, I still think they're going to be, be in there. And Pool, I could see them being in there. But I just don't see Tottenham. They're going to find a way to lose. All right, they, so that, that being said, predictions. Go ahead. Well, this game, I think they're going to win, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That direct. I thought, I thought I was being smooth leading into tra- um, into predictions. And, nope. You're like, oh, no, not yet. Not yet. It's not, it's not the new year yet. Okay. Soon enough, Tottenham will start to drop. Got a score? Uh, I think they're going to win probably 2-1. Oh, yeah. It's, I think it's going to be tight. I honestly hate to be that dude. Predicting a tie, one-one. I think it's gonna be tight. I think Kane might continue his, his form, um, and um, I don't know. Southampton's gonna find a way to fight back. I think. I think uh, I think Spurs responds really well to a broken Southampton team, and wins three nothing. Watch out for the hurricane. I don't know about three. <laughs> I don't know about the hurricane or the three nothing, but I do think Spurs are going to triumph over Southampton just because of on um, paper and and the form they're in with the Europa League. So I'm going to say two one. It's going to be tight. Nothing flashy. Kind of a grind. Ronald Koeman, man, don't sleep on Ronald. I'm Koeman. not sleeping on Ronnie. <sighs> I can't decide between two one or two two. Someone's got to win this game, son. Want to flip the coin? It's got to be a winner. I'm going, I'm going two one Southampton. Right. Spurs shoots themselves in the foot as Ouch. usual. Two I one. like it. All right, so next game, Stoke versus Palace, Crystal Palace. 
What a what a juicy matchup. Love the CP. Dude, this is the new look Stoke. Let's not get it twisted. Exactly. This is true. Mark Mark Hughes has been building this team for, what, two years now? Yeah. Two plus? And he's, from Tony Poulos to Mark Hughes, complete contrast in football. They're actually playing football. No more long throws. And last week or two weeks ago, Man Man City, Shakiri, silent last last weekend, but they have the quality in the middle. Uh, Coming against a CP team that's also strong. From the midfield to the back to... Every position, like I don't understand. Solid. Team. All these teams in the Prem are just solid at every position nowadays. It's it's ridiculous, except Sunderland. You know, <laughs> like, they're all solid. Nothing against West Brown, my boy. They're all <laughs> solid, but they all don't have Yannick Bolasi. Bolasi. Wesley Wesley Snipes. Soon enough, it'll be Golasi. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Oh man, that should be his nickname for sure. Cause this dude, man, he looks like he's special right now. Honestly. The things he's doing, he's embarrassing people. He's out physicaling people. He's scoring goals. He's working hard for the team, getting assists. I mean, you know, you know what I love about him is that he's almost bored. Like he'll, <laughs> he'll like try and flip it over his head, do some crazy shit, and like shoulders shrugged, like he doesn't care. Like he's doing the casual. Like I love his, uh, his like demeanor. his ego or like his yeah. demeanor, man. Yeah. Like because he's just like. He gets that level. He's just trying to get better and better. He's getting cocky, you know? Yeah. Last weekend But when, he's a beast. Last weekend when Kabai was celebrating with Balassi, it almost looks like Kabai could just stay on his back and Balassi could just run with it. They give him a piggyback ride the whole time. Just, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. He's a house. He's a house fit. And you got Zaha, who's also playing well. Punching. Punching, who's, who's fast. But on the other side, you have Boyan Kerkic. Your boy with the Zlatan swag, Arnautovic. Arnautovic, uh, dude. You know, so... Poor I man's mean, bent now. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. <laughs> so, I mean, look, a lot of technical football, you know, we, we, we could be surprised. We could see a lot of technical football in this game. Um, but at the same time, you do have short cross. So, we could see some... some, some broken leg. Yeah. <laughs> a couple of broken tibias. I think for me, this is the second best matchup of the week. Like the second best, like juiciest game, you know. Obviously, Arsenal City is the 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 premier game, but this one's a, like a wild balance. Yeah, both teams are attacking. They like to play football, and there's no favorite. You know, if you look at both these teams, either one of them could finish above each other. So yeah. I don't think there'll be any like respect. Shown. There's no fear. There's no there's no fear. fear between the two. I think I think you're becoming a Crystal Palace fan. I that sounds like it, man. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Right football. I, I love any team. Sound to grow feathers over there, like yeah. an eagle, <laughs> true eagle. <laughs> no, dude, they're, they're a pleasant surprise, especially Kabai. Like I said uh, in episode ten, that like I didn't I didn't agree with his move to, to Crystal Palace uh, over the summer, but it's been perfect, man. A perfect fit. You he, guys were trying to make... convince me I wasn't having it. Dude, he could make the Euros now. He could be in the squad, maybe not off the bench, or but like yeah, he's getting he goals, he's getting 20. assists. Dude, he's running the team. Yep, that was the whole football. point. It's awesome yeah. to see it. Oh man, it's beautiful. That's like, why he left. He left for regular football. He wasn't getting Day, PSG. Hopefully, Deschamps, you know, still plays him. Or is it Blanc? I get uh, no, no Blanc said Deschamps. Uh, Deschamps, yeah. It'd be respect though if he got a call up, you know. Yeah, I mean that's why that's why Deschamps also said like he should you know go somewhere and get playing time. That's why he like desperately moved from just like PSG Chicha, to you know, like Crystal. It's yeah. all it takes sometimes is the run of games. Yeah. So that being said, predictions. I got three. Read. I got three two. CP. Yeah, buddy. CP on top. Another shootout. Who's scoring? Um, Belasi gets us two, and 
Goodbye. Goodbye on free kick. Ooh. Nice. I got Stoke. Actually, no, no, I'm sorry. I got Crystal Palace winning it 2-1. Um, yeah, just going to be a battle. But Balassi continues. It's fine for him. 2-0 to the Eagles. Clean sheet. You know, Stoke's no match for, uh, I think, Balassi on a field day. Just getting better and better every week. He's going to run ragged. I like that. I got I got a bit of a stalemate, 1-1. Lots of chances, just one of those games, kind of like um, West Ham last week where they had 28 shots and just yeah. couldn't find the net. I, so. I can see that. This is a tough one because uh, I don't know if I want to say 3-2 or 3-1. I like Palace. I'll go 3-1. I don't see Stoke really scoring more than one on this. They'll come close. They'll hit a few posts. I think one minute. <laughs> hey, Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I think Bunchon will actually um, break through and actually score his first goal of the season. Um, and then Zaha will come up. Uh, I don't know if he's starting. He'll score a sub goal, and Balassi will just he'll get an assist to goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> Down to so the wire. <laughs> Down to the just for a week seventeen game. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna quick touch the rest of the Saturday games. Um, these are games where you know, we'll, it's cheeky. We'll, quick touch. <laughs> we'll check them out if we can, but we figure we touch on them anyway. We got West Brom hosting. All right, got the quick touch. Na na, quick touch. Timing, timing is so off. Just jammed himself in there. <laughs> And that was perfect. Just ruined it. <laughs> All right. So we got Brom hosting uh, West Brom hosting Bournemouth. What do you guys think? Real quick, who wins? Bournemouth. Bournemouth. I also got Bournemouth. I got Bournemouth. I got Bournemouth. I think they're right. They're hot. They're running hot right now. Yeah. Same. I'm thinking two one. I got Brom. Like I got Brom doing the defensive job. Um, and I think um, McLean's going to be a big factor in this game. Good shout. And the other game, we got Newcastle United hosting a very weak Aston Villa. What do you guys think? Who who takes this one away? This is the game of morales. Winner takes all. Uh, I think Newcastle <laughs> wins, takes that positive energy, and maybe even goes for a fourth one in a row. Yeah. Three three wins in a row for this team is enormous. Massive. Te- well, they had some injuries. People coming back. They're actually looking like a unit, and then... Well, Villa, well, come on. <laughs> Sorry, Sack. All right, yeah, I say the same. Newcastle, lockdown. Newcastle. Oh, yeah. Jan Matt is going to get a nice assist on the right flank for Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Your boy okay. yeah. <laughs> I see Newcastle taking this. All right, so that wraps up Quick Touch. Then that wraps up the Saturday games. Let's jump into Sunday. We got a juicy one in Watford going against Hussey's boys, Liverpool. You nervous? Uh, no, I'm not. Igalu. Uh, well, he's good. They're playing well. They're a hard team, but I really think with Coutinho coming back and hopefully he plays a full game this time, uh, I really think, well, it's going to be tough because to see how Sacco or Torre or someone whoever plays for Lovren comes in, mm. that's a big difference. Or well, maybe they switch to three defenders. I'm not sure. But there's a big uh, question mark, I think, on defense this week. Pop Emery Chan back there, maybe. Yes, that's true, too. 
Yeah, he's played there under Rodgers in desperate times. They popped him in center back. He hasn't really done well, but... Do you he, put Lucas in... Uh, is Lucas still hurt? <sighs> I forget. Uh, not, because if he's not hurt, put him in front of them? Yeah. That hold in mid. I mean, they'll be look, Liverpool will be looking to bounce back. Um, they, will may, they were able to pull out some theatrics last week um, with the 96th minute game-tying goal by Divock Origi. I think Origi earns himself a start this week. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Benteke's been too slow. Um, and, w- and with the heroics he showed, uh, I think he's earned it. I think you're going to see a very fast-paced Liverpool team that's about business. I think they're they're going to be cutthroat. It's They're going to be clinical. And more importantly, they're going to be organized. Um, what do you think? I, mean, I, I, think it de- I think it depends upset. on the, a lot of what you said there. I mean, the lineup that Liverpool, t- Liverpool puts out. You know, we've seen them play three small players up top uh, with Firmino, Lalana, Coutinho, uh, where they just attack like crazy. Mm-hmm. We've seen them play with the big man with um, with Benteke. We've seen them play with Origi. They, you know, he's gonna he's gonna pick a lineup that he that he that he likes. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't think the big man get it to the big man over the top is working. So I, I think you yeah. might see a switch this weekend. I think you so. keep it the same, but Origi for Benteke. Yeah, you know. Start try that out for this game. You know, it's like I mean? we talked about. He's a little bit like a trial hybrid. and error almost. I think I think Bentec is showing that you know long term this is not the system for him. You know, I feel <laughs> not, like not the team for him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like so, like I feel like things break down every time he gets the ball. He's just a second too late, or you know, he tries to hold on to it too long. I don't think he's Klopp's kind of forward. And I think with Sturridge. Hopefully being healthy, they say he's coming back this weekend. Obviously, he won't start. I think it's perfect to put Origi in, give him 60 minutes. If he's doing well, give him the full 90, maybe 70, and give Sturridge, you know, sort of cotton cotton wrap him a little bit, protect him, give him 20 minutes, not too much time. But, yeah, I agree with you guys. Starting Origi, especially after the goal he scored, he's got momentum, he's young, he can be molded, would be a great call. I don't think he will, though. Uh, <laughs> no. I think Emery Can will start back there if Sacco is not fit, and then Lucas Levy will be in the middle. Next to him will be Henderson, obviously. On the outside, on the right, will be Milner. Left side, Lalana. Um, Coutinho will be in there with uh, probably Benteke. I, I would like to see Origi. That'd be fun. I'd put Benteke on the on the bench. Put o- Origi in there. Get some speed. Get some movement, and let him just see what he can do. So you don't think Klopp is going to play Origi, like start him? Over Benteke. It's tough because it's whether Klopp actually thinks it's worth it. Because does he see Origi and says, okay, I could maybe see him on the team in two years and actually grow from there. Or does he see Benteke and say, "Mm, he's gone in July. So, Or does he see Benteke turn the corner and actually being part of the foundation as well? It's whether Klopp sees it in his head or not. Well, do you think as of right now, which way does he see it as of right now? I think Benteke starts. What if it's as simple as, what have you done for me lately? And last week, I talked to you, Divock Origi as a substitute. I said, you need to do something for this team. He steps up. He does something for this team. You got to reward that, right? That actually, At 19 years old, you almost have just, to start You just have him to give him that. Because because even if it doesn't, was never bubbling. part of your tactics. Yeah. He, he scored a hat trick the past couple weeks. Yeah. And now he scores a game tying goal, which feels like a win, quite honestly. Because it was a buzzer beater goal. Yeah, give him his, his due. 
You Give him his to. due. It's, good, I, it's even good opinion. for his mental development. It's even if you the bench whole him for the next five games. Like, then the whole team realizes if you step up, you start. Get your chance. Yeah. I like it. I hope he does, but I'm not sure if he will. Because what if Klopp likes him coming on in the 65th minute and being that energy That's possible. and running by tired defenders? That's possible. I think Igalo's going to have something to say about that because by then I think they'll be up 1-0. If he wants to go start Benteke. Enough of the Zagalo garbage. It, what about Troy? Deeney. My boy. Well, Thug Live. That's if. if that's <laughs> Underground if Emory, That's if Emery Khan. Fuck all the killers in the $100 billers. That depends on if Emery Khan and Lucas play. Because if they play together, maybe they almost just say, look, see if you can bully them. Lucas, you stay with him. Is, is Deeney going to dribble by him? I don't see through it. him. Yeah, through well, him. Yeah, the, 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 <laughs> not around him. him. You got to put a <laughs> body on Dini. You have to put a body on him, and I don't know if you can skirtle. hope that a Lucas Levy. It has to be like a skirtle. Wait till it, it gets deep enough, and then but just then, step on him. Yeah, but then that's what leads to the success of Watford, because like you have to handle a guy like Dini, who's known to score, but then you got a Gallo who's hot as well. So it's like, who do you cover? That's the challenge. And then you have Dejan Lovren, who's hurt. Sako maybe is going to try to play. Yeah. That defender is going to be key, Huss. Yeah. Whoever I, that defender yeah, is. Yeah, if I had to choose, exactly. Igalo is the person I cover. Dini, let him try to beat us with his skill. The skill is less with him. It's more energy with him. Maybe, maybe even man-mark him with Milner. But the the point is that you have two, two forwards that are going to be coming at you with a lot of energy. And Liverpool's defense... Isn't that strong, you know? Exactly. Now, now, now you have a it's terrible time. Now the guy's been playing the last couple of games is out. You're in Sako in from the cold. So I guess he's going to be up for it. Listen, I think people knock Sako a lot. I think he, I, he comes from like PSG. You know that? Like he's. Yeah, I think he, he's good. He was he was a big time player when he when he came over. Wasn't he also like a nine, uh, 20 year old captain for France or something? <laughs> yeah, dude, he's a French yeah. international. Yeah, yeah but a, he was captain one game, I believe, when he was like twenty or something. He's a leader. He's a real. He's, he's, he's a, a big time player, and I think I think. You know, I, I know he hasn't played lately, but I mean, this could be his chance to come in and show what he's made, what his quality is. Well, it depends on the injury. That's all I'm saying. Right. If he's I not, don't... if he's not injured, he's definitely playing because he's really solid. He has the ability. If he just stays injury free, he could probably be the best defender defensively for I, Liverpool. I haven't seen anything special from Sako in a long time, dude. Like for me, for me, he's been t- uh, slowly like. Going down, you know, I, I think he's going to be one of those players who never really lived up to his potential, and I think that's why you see the rumors of a desperation January signing and like a Subatic. Well, with Sacco, know? he's always coming back from injury. That's the problem. He's never once he gets back to maybe full fitness, he gets injured that game. But then it's a, it's a, it's the same thing with Sturridge. But the rumors right now are for Liverpool picking up a defender. So I think Sturridge has a, even though he's injury prone, has a brighter future than Asako who is injury prone and has also struggled the last two or three seasons well Sturge also has a full season well pretty much a full season under him Sako doesn't not for Liverpool he's always been hurt I believe and Sako's 25 guys I know he looks like he's 50 but he's 25 bro like he's a young center back who's been doing it for a while and I think defenders get better with age it's a position where you're always going to get exposed but it's a different window. A striker prime is between that 20 years old and maybe 28. But some defenders become world-class when they're 31, 32. So it's a position in which it's more mental. If he can learn the information 
take those those memory shots in his mind of where he should be as he gets older i think he'll be better for me my thing my concern for soccer are his feet i sometimes don't trust his feet i think it could be raw like in terms of switching the ball quickly and but again i think his recovery pace is excellent skirtles the basher he's the guy who can keep up with the athletic guys uh, yeah, that's true, but I feel like Sako is also he can also be the physical one. He really when he gets amped up, he exactly. can, he's a strong guy. Yeah, it's almost as if if he does stay injury free, hopefully for one season, maybe they can see something, and maybe three or so years when Skirtle moves on, maybe Sako takes over for him. Yeah, it's possible. That being said, predictions. 5-0 Watford. <laughs> <laughs> My dream. Uh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I don't know. Liverpool on the road. They've been shaky on the road. Shaky everywhere, really. Maybe a 1-1. It's going to be a lame game. 1-1. See, I, I, I disagree. I think this might end up being like the game of the week right here. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not. I know Arsenal City are playing, but... Man, every time Coutinho plays, I, I have to watch him play. Yeah, he's special, huh? I have to watch him play. And this, this Klopp Liverpool, it's they have this new energy. They run over teams. But on the opposite side, you have Igalo who's on fire. I can, Yeah, yeah. It, with the new guy in the back line, I can see this being a 2-2, 3-2 type of game. Um, I'm going to give it to Liverpool. 3-2? Um, yeah, yeah. I think Ryan's right. I think that Klopp does start Benteke up top. And I think that hurts Liverpool. Doesn't want to win. Uh, I think that Liverpool loses this game 2-1. to one, And they don't play well again. <laughs> Why smiling? Um, <laughs> I'm not happy. <laughs> I, think, I think Liverpool finds a way to get it done. They went 3-1. Watford's never... Uh, they scored three goals once. Uh, this season against Villa. I don't see them going over two goals. <laughs> I think the magic number for Liverpool is two. If they score two, I think that's a good chance of getting at least one point. So I'm going to go with 2-1. And Watford's almost going to tie the game up near the end, but they're going to hang on. <laughs> Love these who's, who's almost going to tie it up? <laughs> what? Who's almost going to tie it up? Is it going to be Dean? Oh, off the post. Gonna, off, he's going to come up the right side, flip it over, manually hit the post on the left side. <laughs> and Skrittle, or not Skrittle, um Klein's going to clear it. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right, so quick touch Sunday. Here we go, Al. Here's Tiki with the quick touch. Oh, he's not feeling it this time? Oh, oh, Free just gave it to you, man. Oh, Free just, I, I, honestly, right. I forget what I did for the first quick touch. <laughs> All right, so we got Swansea West Ham. Who do you think takes this one home? Come on, you hammers. I'm forever blowing bubbles. Bubbles? <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> yeah, West, West Ham's got to take They, they got to get back on track. Swansea down and out, man. Like, new or caretakers in now. Smelling the blood. You got you got to hammer this I gotta team. Uh-huh. I, don't know, I don't know. I got to disagree. You know I got to disagree. You got to hammer this team, dude. Listen, here's the point. When you fire a manager of your team, I feel like it, the team it, responds right away. It sometimes. I know. So I feel like this might happen because they might they respond. Res- they responded against City. And West Ham they, they got unlucky. Got, yeah. They got unlucky. They should have got one point that. And day. West Ham West Ham has been struggling. 
You know, I mean, yeah, they started hot. That was great, but I, I just I don't I don't rate them very high. I think they're still a mid-table club. You I know think. what? You're right. I agree, Swansea. All right, that's fair. I like that. <laughs> Talked him into it. Talked him into it. I think if they start Gomez, they win. If they don't start Gomez, it's a tie game. El Panther. We need to start the Panther. All right. So final game, man. Monday game. I hate when they play these big games on Monday, man. At three o'clock. So selfish. <laughs> How dare they cut America out? Three o'clock, Such man. I'll be at my game. I'll be at my desk busting out spreadsheets. But uh, luckily, I have two monitors. Have so. your laptop live yeah, streaming. <laughs> exactly. I'll be live streaming on the other screen. But yeah, so we got Arsenal hosting Man City, man. Two teams who you could argue are both firing. Man City got a little lucky last week, but they're starting to look good offensively at least. What do you think, Tom? We'll kick it off with you, man. Mr. Goons. This, These are the two title favorites, in my opinion. And I think it's going to be interesting to analyze this game and see what we can take away from it when it's done on paper. I think it's the game of the week. Definitely. Um, without a doubt. Um, the scoreline of this game, I think, is going to be very important psychologically because the next time we play each other after the new year, that's going to have something to do with how we approach the game, I believe. And specific to this game, I like what I'm seeing from Arsenal. Um, Joe Campbell excellent job I, I mean all all the young guns seem to be firing it's just I, City has had our number in the past couple of years man City has came to the Emirates embarrassed us sometimes I mean we've we've had our shots but this honestly I, I don't know where to go with this one I think it's gonna be a really great game Ozil yeah, yeah I, mean, I mean I don't know I don't know um <clears throat> the cool thing about this matchup is that like you said, the reverse matchup is going to be the second to last game for both clubs. Is it really? Yeah, because wow. it's week 17, right? So week 18 is halfway. So halfway would be the last game of the season at week oh, 38. Okay. So it'll be, this will be a uh, week 37 could matchup. Could be a title decider. So this could be a and title you're right. decider. Like these are, I mean, even being a United fan, I think Arsenal and Man City are the two teams most poised to win the league. Like yeah, they have the best exactly. resources, like. Arsenal, a lot of injuries, and you know, a lot of things. Anything can happen, but but they have stability. That's, yeah, well, the, stability. the last few years, especially, they've had the most stability out of yeah. all the teams. Now Chelsea's down, so it really is between these two teams. I think in the long haul. Yeah, this is almost the preview. I love it. My thing is, what are you gonna do in the big games? What what do what does Arsenal do against the big dogs? That's been the question over the and past couple of seasons. For the most, that's that's what people have been saying. But this. But at the same time, this season, people have been saying, ooh, I've never seen this kind of Arsenal squad. I think the most important player on uh, on Arsenal is Olivier Giroud right now. Um, He's scoring all the goals lately. It's true, but he never seems to score against the big teams. Um, he, Great you know, job. He, 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 bang, Great he, job. he bangs in goals all the time. You know, he's on he's on a good run of form right now. But when it comes down to playing a top four team, he doesn't he doesn't perform. And that's been my thing. That's from been the Tom's start. pet peeve for years. What are you gonna do against the big dogs when when you? Going up against Barcelona in the Champions League. Yeah. How effective is Giroud really going to be against a team like that? And I think it's going to be interesting to see. I want him to be. I want him I, to be everything he can be, but I don't know. I think this... Dude, I think this is Giroud's announcement of who he is or who he's going to be. This and is the season, yeah. This is the season, man. He's firing at will. He's getting playing time. He's got the support of the crowd. Like, the fans love him now. Like, he's at home. He's finally at home. 
Now he can relax. His position's safe, even with Walcott playing. Like, he seems comfortable, like, trading positions with Walcott as far as, like, being on the bench and not starting some games. He's responded very well. So, like, I think this is it, man. I think Giroud, tomorrow, even if he doesn't score, I think has a bit of a statement game. Not not anything crazy, you know, nothing, nothing crazy, but we say... Okay, Giroud actually, you know, stepped up. Maybe he got unlucky, didn't get a goal. Maybe he does get a goal, but I think he has a good game well, against City, man. Yeah, if he's, if he's being the big man up top, getting the ball, you know, creating chances, laying it off well, you know, maybe not getting a shot on target, but creating those chances, yeah, those moments. Playing his role, like yeah. doing his role well. I think he will, man. If he has a good game, he has a good game. You can't deny that. But mm-hmm. my thing's always been, can you give him the ball? in like the 88th minute and just say hey just just take us home almost as like spurs used to do with gareth bale and like around the 70th no, no, you can't no you know what i mean like that not like that but but in that 89th minute who's gonna have a chance mm-hmm. to win the game and will he bury it that's the difference i think Giroud will be the guy who has that last you know chance maybe it's even in the 85th minute where you're like that was the goal like to win the game will company be playing this game I don't think he's back yet. We'll double check, but and how if healthy he is, will Aguero be? Because those are big factors in this game. And, and how and Sanchez, Sanchez is out, right? Either way, if company's back, he's not going to start because he hasn't played, you know, a minute in the past couple of months. So he might come on as a sub, which is usually pretty rare too. As a center back, they usually don't sub center backs. But I don't think he starts even if he is back. So it's going to be interesting because we're going to have to deal with David Silva, Oof, De Bruyne, and Sterling. Oh, oh, we know we're going to have to deal oh, with but, those. But Good you're luck. at home. Good you're at, luck, the, you're at the Emirates also. And so you get, you get the Emirates factor. <clears throat> Maybe a small factor, but, you know. I mean, yeah, for sure. We're, we're, we're definitely more comfortable at home um, on our stadium, and we take we have pride. We definitely have pride at home. Um, so I'm, okay. just, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping I will, we do the upset because this is potentially a title decider. I got bad I, news, man. I will say, oh, go ahead. You got Aguero coming back, Zabaleta coming back, company coming back. Ouch. They, they, they might not start, but they're, coming, they're on the bench. And Aguero will, is always nasty on always his return. Always a threat, yeah. yeah. I will say, Especially though, for uh, De Bruyne and David Silva, uh, De Bruyne, David Silva, and Sterling, like the last couple of games, they all are great players. They all play well, but like they're not at that level yet, like uh, on the same page-wise, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. uh, chemistry-wise. Yeah. So it's like as they're threatening, but they're not at that deadly level yet. They're, they're getting not there. At their peak. They're definitely not. They're at their getting peak. there, yeah. but like you can still beat them at this stage because they're disjointed a little bit on yeah. the transitions. You know, they can still be hit because they're not a whole team yet. You know, Sterling's I, new to the system. I hope Delph starts. If Delph starts, I think That'd be good that's to see. the key, man. Because I'm telling you, man, he's been coming on as a sub for I think Fernando or Fernandinho. I, I get those two confused, but. Dude, when he comes on and he's playing the defensive, like, holding position, just the energy, the work rate in that position is out of control. He's excited. And I think I think he'll outwork any Arsenal player in that position, especially because Coquelin is hurt. You see, so, my thing is Ramsey needs help because Ramsey, exactly. I think, can work, match his work rate. But in terms of size and strength, what are you going to do about Yaya? That's what I'm saying. So, like, Adolf will do all the work. Yaya will have a little more, uh, a little less responsibility defensively. And then, obviously, David Silva's pulling the strings. And Yaya plays best when Silva's pulling the strings. 
Depends on if Yaya takes his fish oil pills that morning. <laughs> Who? For his fish joints. Oil. For his joints. Yeah, what do you guys think? Winners, predictions. Uh, it's going to be a bond burner, swear to God. I've seen this game in my sleep. 3 3. <laughs> you starting to sleep? It's going to be a great game. <laughs> lots of goals, I'm lots, go of, lots of defensive errors. I don't know. I think, it's gonna, I think this game's going to be wide open. 3 3. Us? I actually agree with you. 3 3. Uh, they're going to take advantage of the weak defenses. Uh, just, it's just too much for both defenses. Company's back, though. Well, he's not. I don't believe he's going to be at full fitness, yeah. and he can't be. And the, both offenses are just too good. Three three tie. It's great for Lester. Uh, uh, three. Two one Arsenal. Lester. Yeah. I hate City. Great for Lester. Oh, I know. Okay. Deep down, you love it. <laughs> I'm oh. saying. This is crazy talk. Uh oh. Nutty talk. They tie. That'd be sick to have Lester. Or two too. goons. Wow, Let's go. or two just goons. I remember when United was playing Arsenal in those first twenty minutes. Arsenal scored three goals and won the game basically yeah. in twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. That, was man, that, was a, man, that was Man United. Though. I think it'll be a hot start like that, and but that's why I think it'll be four two in that. Um, City will have a response, but just Arsenal, vintage Arsenal. I think we're gonna see. How's your uh, How's your I faith in so. Mesut Ozil right now, Mister? Dude, thirteen assists. Like, what? What is the man on steroids? Like, it's is crazy. he the like, best attacking midfield in the world? How can I deny it? Welcome to the party. I know I'm late yeah. again. And <laughs> again, I think he's gonna show us that this weekend. Um, I think he's really gonna show us that he is with with Alexis out. Honestly, Santi Casola out. Pressure is gonna be on him primarily and Ramsey to step up. If those two can play well for us, the midfield is where this this game is gonna be won, I think. And if if we can do that, we can win. And I think we will. Yeah. I think the goons take it. Two one. <laughs> two one at the Emirates. one out. Yeah. How many big saves by check? <laughs> oh, All huge of them. saves. <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> All except huge one. Huge saves. I think Pear has a has a liable moment. Um, has a scare, but um, I think he's able to recover as well. How many posts? Oh my god! Big I, you I got tell me two. <laughs> I got a serious question. How do you do? You think Giroud gets scores on a big name club now? Do you do think what? he scores in this game? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think he has a really great chance to score. I think Walcott has a great to chance ever. to score in this game because, mm-hmm. especially if like Zabaleta does come back and he starts. I think I Walcott think can expose him, but Sanya, it's going to be interesting <laughs> battle because we've been deploying Walcott oh, at, at left boy, at left wing. So that oh, that ex Arsenal battle there <laughs> with Sanya and Walcott—it's a training ground battle. Exactly, it could be interesting. And Joel Campbell and um, Kolarov, man, Kolarov's a machine. Yeah, man, he was Terminator, the yeah. robot, the Ozil Silva. He was made in a lab. Key, though it'll be, it'll be um, like uh, he was the better string puller. Yeah, well, I think you know I think mean? it'll be Ozil Delph. Well, like yeah, going forward, but like, yeah. as far as like uh, player position for position, gotcha. Like, who's you know, effectiveness. Who's the best number ten? Yeah, who's I gonna like create that. those chances? I like that. Mm. All right, so that wraps it up for match day seventeen. We're gonna jump into a little 
Well, great idea Al had. Yeah, this is our uh, our segment uh, entitled Underground Ballers. <laughs> yeah. So let's, uh, let's explain what that means before we get into it. Well, an Underground Ballers, or uh, Al's Underground, or Al Down Under, is we, we go into a player from yesteryear that, uh, you know, maybe no one really knows about. People that fell off the grid, people that uh, never got the fame they, they should have achieved, or... Maybe local legends. Or even had fame, but like for like one season. Yeah. You know? Like one season burnout, but they were there, for, you know, one hit wonders. And these dudes, dudes will comprise of people who are primarily in the English Premier League, but you know, from time to time, you might hear some other legends. Yeah, cross, so cross league action. For example, um, <laughs> Kevin Phillips. Is Kevin a guy, Phillips is, is a guy, if you, if you watch the EPL in the, in the early 2000s, was a guy who was hot. He was touted. He was playing at Sunderland, right? And oh, he was touted yeah. to be you know, England's next savior, and then a season later, it's gone. Now we barely hear about him. Other examples, Farid, I think you have. Oh, I, I got a real beauty here. Oh, uh, are we well, jumping, no, are we no, jumping into it? No, no, examples. Oh, examples? Oh, because <laughs> of the G. <laughs> oh, he's ready to shoot. Oh, he's ready to go. Shut up, bro. All right, so an example for me as an underground ball would be somebody, like you guys said, somebody who's been around a while, maybe just has kind of a silent role, pops up for a couple years. Uh, for me, somebody at Chelsea, Jeremy, played right back, played midfield sometimes. Then the, we sold him to Newcastle. Solid Frenchman, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, Cameroon. Yeah. Cameroon. Cameroon. Oh, Cameroon. Cameroon. Yeah. I like utility players, guys that play anywhere, play with a lot of heart, a lot of energy. For me, that's also an underground baller for the fact that they can play anywhere on the field, but yet somehow get it done. Mm-hmm. Never get noticed either. Exactly. Yeah. You know? All right, so jumping into it, who's going to lead us off? I think you should. I mean, it's, your, it's your segment. It's your segment. All right, well, oh, since this is my segment, I'll lead it off. Uh, this young man, now he's an old man, great <laughs> player, bounced around a few teams. First name, Nowaku. <laughs> Second name, Kanu. Oh. Oh, yeah. Ex-Arsenal boy, ex-Portsman boy. What a legend. You know, big Nigerian, like seven foot tall. Um, lanky, lanky son of a bitch. Oddly Should skillful, though. Right? Like, had, 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 like, the most nimble. Him, him and, Nick, him and uh, his uh, f- highest moments, I'll say. I'll go into his high, high moments, career highs. Uh, Arsenal, 99, 2000, 98. He was a main striker with Nick and Nelka. <laughs> Nick mm-hmm. This is before the Henri era. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Kendrick getting his day in the sun. Arsenal scoring goals and ended up Portsmouth later in his career. Kind of goals dried up, but he was still there being tall guy at the top. I think the saddest thing with him is that he was just unlucky enough to be replaced by Henri. Like, doesn't matter who played that forward position. Well, him and Burkamp. Dennis Burkamp. And Burkamp, <laughs> yeah. too. So, like, but, like, Henri was, like, Mr. Arsenal. Burkamp mm-hmm. was quietly Mr. Arsenal. But, like, the, the, the amount of highlight goals that Kanu has, like, mm-hmm. special goals, he has plenty of highlight tape goals, but no one ever Googles him because, you know, unfortunately, Henri came through. It's like the and number seven foot jersey. skills, man. The number seven jersey will always be Cristiano Ronaldo at United, even with, or Beckham. Uh, that, I was going to say. Or George Argo Best before too. that, you know, it's Best, Beckham, yeah, Ronaldo. Yeah, and then everyone else is sort of like, you know, no Lost names. In a, yeah, so, Nwanka Kanu, man, what a, great, what a great kickoff. There you go. Who's next? Oh, I, I got two. Um, I'll start with this first one. Um, wait, we're doing wait, two. wait, 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 wait. Oh, uh, we, do, we just want to do we're one. Doing one. I'm doing two. Uh, yeah, like, you yeah. understand why? I did oh, okay. Two. Right. Right. I, was, I was like, oh, all right. I want in my back pocket. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, Any then rope? I'm, I'm gonna have to go with Gary Speed. Oh, oh Gary Speed, one. the Welshman. Good one. One of the most consistent players 
in the league's history. I, I forgot. He set some sort of record. I I, I don't know. I forgot. Appearances. appearances. Yeah, I think yeah, it was like he used, to, he used to have the most appearances. Yeah, yeah gigs. Broke gigs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So just just Two one of those guys, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, played for Newcastle Same for a style. long time. Um, yeah, really, just a, just an underground. R.I.P. to him, man. R.I.P. to him. Passed away sad, uh, sad a few years ago, but yeah, he definitely gave us lots of positive memories, man. Yeah, he played Love into it. an old age too, <laughs> like thirty six or something. Like yeah, yeah dude. Bolton underground. Like, he, 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 he was uh, in that Welsh water. Yeah, right, dude. He's one of those people you like. The well, dragons. <laughs> he's still playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. him and Sam Allardyce, man. All right, Fareed. I got a real beauty lined up here. Prove it. Guy bounced around Spain a little while and then ended up playing at Real Madrid. And then after his career kind of fizzled down, he made his way over to Bolton. A little guy named Ivan Campo. Oh, my <laughs> God. This is what comes with the picture. We'll have to tweet that out. There underground ball. Ivan Campo. This is a serious oh underground ball. If you guys haven't heard about him, Google him. He, where, do you, where do you play? He played in the, mid, played in the midfield. Bolton um, was his probably yeah, he played, his, played in Bolton. his heyday. He, but he was at Madrid. He left Madrid, came to Bolton. And it was like it was a big signing for Bolton at the time, you know, mm-hmm. to pick up a, to get a player from there. <laughs> and uh, he, you know, he was an old, he was older though, but he was still a great player. Played played a screamers. lot of games. Then. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good Spanish player. <laughs> I love there it, dude. Go. Love it. Eva. All right, so I got I got a pair. They have to go together. Oh yeah, yeah. just special exception. Reminiscent, reminiscent wise, you know, it's a beautiful thing, and I have a soft spot for this club too. We're going to go with Alan Smith uh, and Mark Viduca, dude. Oh, oh Mark Viduca. <laughs> I love it. team, dude. I love Stacked. it. They played together. Wasn't like, Milner was, on the team? I don't know. I have no idea. I think James uh, Milner was at Leeds. Harry Kuehl was there. He came out of Leeds. Yeah. He might have been couple maybe a little bit after really that. Yeah. I was a fan of the Alan. studly, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mark Viduca. Oh, Mark Viduca yeah. on his own. What yeah, a Viduca legend. The Aussie. Australian. The finest Aussie. Man. I'll right. see. Um, my guy uh, started at Portsmouth, and when I started watching the league and everything, just for the fact that um, I never really watched EPL before, I was what fifteen, and this guy was really good. Went to Bolton and started just scoring goals, and then goals. I picked him up in fantasy and started giving me more goals. <laughs> I know it is. Uh, then he went to West Ham, and now at Burnley. Uh, I believe he recently came out gay. Uh, yeah. He's 34 years old. Matthew Taylor. Matty Taylor. Uh, <laughs> Matty Taylor was a nice <laughs> shout, dude. I don't. I mean, he was one of the first people. I was like, oh, he scored. Oh, he scored last week. Oh, he's did he score last week? <laughs> and he just kept on going. Yeah, he was like a, he was a defender yeah, though. He was, he was like a left him. back, yeah. left mid. And then he well, he played center mid for I think he sent a, played center mid for Bolton. Played a little bit everywhere. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, utility. Yeah. Util- exactly what I said. Utility, more time. He, he saved Portsmouth one year uh, relegation. He scored a penalty to like, keep him up. He scored the last, some, eight, he last scored some, uh, Was that the really Rednap era? Yeah, he scored from point? half against uh, on that volley against uh, Har- uh, Timmy Howard. Yeah, I think that was, uh, was yeah. like, oh, 2006. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Maddie Taylor. Maddie Taylor was a great player. Yeah, he was, man. Great shout, guy. That's a good shot. That concludes Underground Ballers for this week. Dude, that was awesome, man. So we'll do this every couple episodes. Yeah, we don't know how we're going to work it in, but that was fun, sort of reminiscing about yeah, plays. We'll, we'll, we'll try and put up some uh, some yeah. clips or funny stories. Some, of, and, yeah. And if photos. you have some underground yeah. ballers, why don't you, you know, send them to us, you know, at Podcast FC. Maybe we don't know. You yeah. Know? yeah. Our email, podcastfcshow at gmail.com. 
um all the social medias at podcast fc show you know be it twitter facebook instagram all that good stuff um so that wraps it up for episode 11 guys enjoy match day 17 we'll be back to review it um and give you bring you all the action it's been real signing off my name's tiki chelsea chelsea farid this is tom goons big weekend get her done this is al glory glory one love and this is Hussey. <laughs> <laughs>